0: I'm Logan. And I'm Ryan. And this is Automatic for the People. It's automatic. It's automatic. It's automatic. Hey everybody, welcome back to Automatic for the People, a Mr. Robot podcast. Spoilers, spoilers, freaking spoilers. Don't listen past this sentence if you have not watched this episode, because... Not even gonna sugarcoat it or pretend like we're gonna talk about Things building up to the last scene We're just gonna talk about it So if you didn't watch the episode Don't listen past here So what the hell
1: Well before we get into the episode I I have one like cool thing (laughs) Okay. Have you seen this week's Mandalorian episode?
0: Yeah, I watched it at about 3.30 this morning. How awesome was that? I mean, it Um, was good. I need to rewatch it. I, I am not as floored by this show as everybody else is.
1: No, I think it could be better. I mean, there's definitely better shows. But it's something that we haven't seen before necessarily in... Especially live action wise in the Star Wars universe. I think in it it I'm thinking that it's its best version of itself. Like it can't really get any better than it already is. Yeah. Without introducing Skywalkers and, you know, veering into other timelines. It's its best version of itself, I think. But the lady who directed the episode directed a brave traveler episode of Mister Robot.
0: Yeah, I, I saw that, which is an excellent episode. Yeah, that's why I was like, "Wow, that's cool." <laughs>
1: so that's all I had to say. I thought that was really <laughs> cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's fantastic. She's she's excellent. Excellent. Um. I, I hope to see huge, gigantic, fantastic things because, and that episode of Mandal- The Mandalorian is very well directed. My problems with The Mandalorian are not the direction of the episodes.
1: <laughs> uh, I think it's a, um, a little bit of the uh, action shots that are lacking
0: yeah, have you seen the we're just talking about the Mandalorian. Um, have you seen how they filmed the the show? No, okay. Yeah, there's some stuff online. you should google it. I won't get into it, but it definitely makes it like, oh, okay, this is why some of the stuff feels a little like it's fine, but like it's fine in the way that like Tim Burton's Batman is fine. And then the more you think about it, the more it's just like. This, like, there's almost no life to Gotham City and Tim Burton's Batman. Like, there, there's a press conference at one point, and there's like 12 people there. <laughs> so That's it, it feels funny. a little. Uh, a little flat at times. Not like it falls flat, like the world just feels a little flat. Doesn't feel as lived in as it should. Um but anyway, so Mr. Robot, uh this uh episode is uh uh four oh seven proxy authentication required um I'm going to spoil the title for the next episode only because I think it's just perfect. 408. Uh 408 errors is a request timeout. Uh, I was
1: about to say that sounds familiar.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> after this episode, I, I would like to to a four oh eight <laughs> request a timeout. <laughs> because holy crap. Um, and this is, I might be wrong, the longest episode of this season so far. And the first episode might have been longer because I think they aired it either with limited or no commercial interruption. But I mean, this episode was 56 minutes long, like that's it. So, um, yeah, so yeah. Pretty long Elliot's dad molested him
1: you yeah, can't really say I saw that coming
0: not at all
1: probably should have though
0: I don't know that we have we gotten anything but I so here's the biggest uh not problem like the biggest hurdle there is most of our attachment or feeling or whatever to Elliot's dad is because of Christian Slater as Mr. Robot, not as Elliot's dad. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, that makes. Sense. And like I I won't I don't want to say we, but I've kind of confused the two. I could definitely say confused now because like I've always been under the assumption or whatever that the personality of Mr. Robot is largely taken from the personality of Elliot's father. When like that should have been false to begin with. Like I should have known better Um, because it's not, Elliot's dad living in his head It's this Version version of Yeah his dad that lives in his head Um
1: It's also it's a version of Elliot Yeah More than it's a version of his dad Yeah
0: that's true too This this Protective version of Elliot Um It reframes a lot of what We thought about his mom why she was the way she was.
1: Well, it explains the hospital scene. Yeah, that's why I say we should have known. Yeah, because the doctor clearly knew something was wrong when the kid came in with the broken arm or whatever it was.
0: Yep. Um, it's and we assumed it was his mom, right. <laughs> just who was abusive and not that his mom wasn't still abusive. They obviously still have problems with her. Um, but, and I'm not excusing any abusive behavior. Uh, but maybe the reason she was so crappy to her kids is because she knew what was going on. And it's kind of that thing of where, you know, you're wrong and then you take it out on other people.
1: Well, you also got to look at it from the other point of view. Whereas we only know what they think about her, not necessarily the actual truth. And they put a lot of blame on her.
0: Maybe because she's not stopping what was going on. Right. Whether obviously Elliot didn't realize that was part of it. Maybe Darlene knew. Um, I mean, obviously she knew, but uh, Darlene definitely did. Maybe she just didn't bring it up. Obviously, it's a sore subject. Um, I don't know. I I think this is going to be the most difficult episode we've ever had to talk about. I don't even know how long this discussion is going to go because... Uh, Much like Elliot, it's very uncomfortable to talk about. And it's kind of all there. There's no subtext in this episode. Like, there's no trying to figure out, like, what did this mean? What did that mean? You know, there's like, oh, is this a clue about this? Is it? No, no, there's no, there's no subtext. This episode is all about reframing the entire show. Because nothing, like we knew that Mr. Robot existed before, which also should have been a clue, you know, like that, that movie theater scene where Elliot just walked away and we're like, oh, that's so messed up. He just walked away from his dad. Well, no, now it isn't, you know, it it just, it, mm it's enough to make me want to go rewatch the show and like just, it it changes my opinion about so much and and that that's tough. It's, it's a tough pill to swallow. Um, but in a good way, not in a like, Oh, this this is, you know, not in a, you know, star Wars fans stomping their feet about the last Jedi. And we do cranky Luke Skywalker crap. So, um. Anyway,
1: always oh, goes back to Star Wars.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: we have wood floors in our house, so it sounds like we have a small horse.
0: <laughs> the The dog's nails on there, like. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and if she's not in the bed with us at nighttime, she just circles to bed in like a.
0: Tick. Tick, yeah. tick, 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 tick. Click, click. You're like, Roxy! <laughs> click, 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 click um, Oh my god, dog <laughs> So That wasn't the only big thing that happened in the episode um, But before we move on to something I, This is going to be like the shortest episode we've ever recorded Because I really don't have much to say about it
1: No, I mean, I liked all this stuff with Vera, though. Kind of... Kind of makes me think more towards the... Elliot's going to use one evil to
0: get at the other evil, and... Well, I mean, Vera is no more, so... Did I forget that? Did you not watch the end of the episode?
1: Yeah, I did. I guess I just forgot that he killed him.
0: He didn't kill him. So, (laughs) you should have watched -watched the episode. Freaking Uh, two
1: days ago. Three days ago. (laughs) I swear. Um, all right, so and plus, uh, I did just watch The Mandalorian today, so that's all that's going through my head. (laughs)
0: Um, so uh, Jess and I recorded a couple of days ago, um, and we talked about what might happen with Vera based on, like, you know, oh, he kidnapped LEDs. Yeah, that's the night I watched the episode because I wasn't on there with y'all. Okay, um, so I I told her. And this is before I watched the episode. I told her, uh, like, we were talking about, like, what is Vera's plan? Like, he keeps talking about, like, taking over the city, but I mean, not for nothing. He's a low rent drug dealer. Like, w- you're hoping to be a modern day Scarface? I mean, good for you, dude. But do you know how that story ends? <laughs> like, no matter what you do, your story is going to end. One of two ways. Either you're going to become. The. Uh, like kind of yuppie. Douchebag. Or you're just going to end up as a dead drug dealer. Like. it, it like, That's not. I mean good for you. You'll have a lot of money. Maybe. And like this is all the stuff. That me and Jess talked about. And I was like honestly. I'm kind of hoping what happens. Is that. The Dark Army's looking for Elliot. Specifically, White Rose is looking for Elliot. Elliot's been kidnapped. Well, actually, White Rose and the Dark Army are both looking for Elliot, and maybe not together. You know what I mean? Like there could be the same, different reasons. The Dark Army wants to use him. Maybe White Rose just wants to convince him. But whatever. I said I kind of hope like. Vera kidnaps him does this whole monologue speech thing more or less like exactly what we got and then basically the Dark Army and uh, uh, Darlene find a way to find Elliot come in kill Vera and that's just the end of it like whether we get to know his big grand plan or not it's just like oh well that story's over because Vera's dead now Um, Cut to me watching this episode And holy shit Was I ever so close To exactly that thing I mean Yeah I did not see the therapy Session coming but We get Vera Doing his villain monologue thing Having this Breakthrough or watching this Breakthrough with Elliot and then Having this moment with him in that Living room only to get Stabbed In the back (laughs) by Krista. Oh yeah, that's right. (laughs) With his brother's knife. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that now. And oh my god. It was the perfect like release for such a like emotional just like episode. Raw. And I mean Vera's story couldn't end a better way, for me at least. Yeah. No, I mean I agree. So, nothing better than the villain dying during their moment. Well, and and just to to have it happen that way. A, it feels nice to have called it more or less. I didn't call who just because like a uh, come on, Krista stabbing a dude or shooting a dude or whatever. Um like I I would have never called that, but you know, it it was absolutely glorious. And I know she hasn't watched it yet because I haven't gotten a text from Jess going like, "Holy crap, did you call that or what?" <laughs> um I I thought it was a perfect way to end Vera's story. Um, I love his interactions with Christian Slater. I love it. When when, uh, Mr. Robot is just giving him the like, please tell me that that's not your plan. It's like, so the Superman movies. Lex Luthor is supposed to be the greatest villain in comic book history. He's not. It's Dr. Doom. But, I mean, at one point in time, he was considered, like, he he is just, he's maniacal. And, like, but we get this movie version of Lex Luthor who is... (laughs) Yeah, he's just obsessed with getting real estate Like, it's just a real estate scam, dude Like, that's your villainous plan? Yes, it's a massive real estate scam But, like, that's not evil, you know It's, I mean, it is Just not on a level, like, there's no personal thing to it So, Lance was more villainous than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it just, it, you know, it reminded me so much. i like, Oh, this is, this is Lex Luthor. Like this is Lex Luthor from the, the Christopher Reeve Superman movies. Only he's like low rent Lex Luthor. So, you know, it, it just, it was perfect, man. It was perfect. Um, I love that he apologizes to Elliot basically for killing Shayla. (laughs) He's like, ah, that's on me. Like we, we started off wrong. You know, I didn't know you were going to be, you know, the, the key to whatever. So, um, yeah, it was extremely intense episode. I tried to rewatch it, And I got all the way up to the therapy scene. And I had to turn it off. Like... There should... I don't know if there was because I didn't watch it live. There definitely should have been a warning. It was like, hey... This deals with sensitive... Very sensitive... uh, Subject matter. If you are triggered at all by... uh. I don't. I don't know how you've worn without uh, spoiling. So, um, cause holy cow, <sighs> I think I said in our text message chain with Spencer, I was like, "That's his. Uh, that's his second Oscar or Oscar Emmy, right there. He should get an Oscar. He should just be get bumped straight up. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a TV performance, but Oscar." Definitely Oscar. Um, uh, Really all of them. Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress, or Best Guest Actor. I don't know. I don't know all the Emmy categories because I rarely rarely watch them. I just always check and see who won. But um, And and Best Actor. uh, I mean, the nominations are all there in my, my head. Like... I don't know who's better, Vera or uh, I don't know that guy's name or Christian Slater as Mister Robot. I don't know who's better. I know that Vera has more screen time, but Christian Slater is just so damn good. <laughs> yeah, like you said, his interaction with
1: Vera is beyond, beyond crazy. I
0: mean, reframing the show the way. This episode did so late In in the game Like so close to the end Is just I mean that, That's crazy I mean, It takes balls to do something like that Yeah I don't know that you could do it Early on though because You know that Once you find out that Mr. Robot is The The picture of his dad That Mr. Robot looks like his father If you know Out the gate That uh, Their Their father abused them It makes it really difficult To watch uh, You know Four years or three years or whatever Of their interactions With Mr. Robot you know, um,
1: yeah, because yeah. immediately the crowd turns on the character,
0: yeah, and you're just like, it just make every time he's on screen, it just kind of turns your stomach, you know. Uh, um, but yeah, I don't really when have a title
1: character, you can't really, yeah. Like turn the crowd against them from the jump. <laughs> I mean,
0: um, yeah, I don't have much to say about the episode beyond that. You got it, anything? It was,
1: no, I mean it was one of the most shocking episodes of the entire show. Uh, I mean, once they started down that road, I knew where they were headed. And at the same time, I'm like, please don't say it. Please don't say it. Please don't say it.
0: Yeah.
1: It's kind of depressing, but exciting at the same time. Like, where do we go from here? Exciting.
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that also Noah Hawley is currently writing and directing the next Star Trek. That's the guy that brought us Legion. So we're excited about that. um, I am excited about what comes next, uh, because Vera is, is done and it's all dark army, white Rose. What is that grand plan? Like that, that's, that's where we're headed. Like, those uh, all those other loose ends are tied up. So. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I knew from the, the get go, this is going to be a really short episode for me at least. Cause I, I,
1: it makes me rethink like all this stuff we've seen about Elliot's childhood, uh, Like specifically that hospital scene where the doctor knew there was something else going on. Um, Specifically uh, how we made the mom out to be such a terrible person where maybe that's not true because what we're getting is memories of her. And those can be clouded by Judgment.
0: Right. right. Yeah.
1: Um. It's easy to blame somebody else for. Not doing something, you know, it's like like when I got a DUI, um, I talked three people into giving me my keys back, three people took my keys from me. And I talked all three of those people into giving me my keys back. (laughs) So it would be easy for me to put the blame on them. Right. Just like it would be easy for Elliot and Darlene to blame their mom for not stopping what was going on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And
1: in their mind's eyes, she becomes the bad guy. Or she's the bad guy because he took his problems with her out on them, maybe. You know, maybe that's why they see her as the bad guy. I mean, there's a lot of things that could be going on there. Don't really think we'll get an answer to that question, but...
0: Yeah. Um.
1: It doesn't make you wonder, though. Like, I'm with you, like, I wouldn't mind going back and watching certain episodes. I wish somebody would put a guide together which episodes to rewatch.
0: Yeah. I agree. Um, um, anyway, at Mr. Robot Podcast on Twitter, <laughs> Mr. Robot Podcast at com. If you want to email us, um, uh, Yeah. We'll be back soon talking <laughs> about the next episode. I just, I really don't have much to say. It was it was tough. I didn't realize it was
1: that tough a watch for you. Yeah. I was pretty blown away though. Like, wow. That was trippier than the
0: tripping episode. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, we'll be back uh, hopefully soon, talking about uh, the next episode, which <sighs> we definitely need something a little uh, lighter. Isn't really the 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 thing for this show. They don't really do light and fluffy. So, they don't do Nickelodeon. I love that. Mr. Robot, what kind of name is that? Like some kind of Nickelodeon stuff? <laughs> so. Anyway, yeah. We'll see you guys in a few days. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bye, everybody.